villain. He claims to have good intentions, but what good is intent if he forfeits his life, his soul, and the lives of others as a means to an end? Do these questions ever cross his mind? Can a corruptive action be so divine? Is it, maybe, possibly possible, that the villain might be right? What is a villain? Is he defined by his actions or the public perception of them? Are the heroes raised by the collective public really altruistic or effective puppets? Well, that's up to you to decide. Alright, so, as our lovely intro has brought up from yours truly, today we're going to be talking about concept villainy. This was actually a suggested uh, concept from the homie TJ Scott. Shout out to you, man, for bringing this concept forth. Shout out. Because um, as I have said many times before, as we have both said many times before, we are going to endeavor to give y'all topics that are not only relevant to us and relevant to black people as a whole, but also things that you actually have an interest in hearing. So if you do want to hear your topic mentioned, please do let us know. Shameless plug. We, we, we're not, we don't turn deaf ears to that. Anywho, we're going to go ahead and get into this because I know y'all ready to start unwrapping presents and getting into it. It's almost Christmas. True. True that. It's almost Christmas. So basically the concept of villainy. Um, what I'd like to go into is how is somebody who has what you would call villainous or negative or evil intent truly defined and i'd like to say that the concept or rather the definition of what a villain is at its core is an individual who endeavors to cause a substantial shift or change and simply has no qualms about how they go about enacting that change, you know. But conversely, you could also look as a hero, look at somebody who is considered a hero, and that is also somebody who endeavors to cause a shift or substantial change. Except they may have certain moral implications or moral shackles that will prevent them from doing certain things in a less than pro-social way. Hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. So, you know, essentially, mm -hmm. uh, there is a, there is a deeper level that one has to dive into when we talk about villainy uh, typically from what we see in you know modern pop culture and cartoons anime what have you is that it's as simple as oh this is the bad guy and this is the good guy mm -hmm. and as we know especially the older we get the more mature we get in understanding these simple words that can have very complex meanings or multiple meanings, right? Double meanings, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It is important that we 
shed light essentially on the intricacies of that right oh yeah and that's cool that is so cool because it's, it's never as simple as you know sometimes we might think it is and I, I think we do a disservice to ourselves especially when it's just like oh this guy is problematic he's right. the bad guy right that's it you know cut you know and move on from it when I feel like at least when I think of myself um Especially in fiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could talk about nonfiction too. But oh yeah, and we will. In fiction, at least, there's definitely more clear signs of that diverge from what we consider classic, just bad guy or bad person, the enemy, so mm-hmm. to speak, protagonist, whatever little word you want to use, antagonist. And it's like, oh. You really get to studying those motives, right? Right. And what you realize is that, hmm, maybe what's more important is the cause and effect. Mm-hmm. So we understand why. Right. And to plug the uh, title, the title, it's in the title. Is it possible for a bad man to have good intentions? And on the flip side, because we ain't writing that much on the title. Is it possible for a good man to have bad intentions? Um, yes, yes, y'all. And, and don't stop. Don't think that we're just going to go towards the realm of fiction because this can actually be approached in a non-fictional manner. For sure. Case in point, cancel culture. Cancel okay. culture is a perfect example of what happens when you have a real-life application of who is the good guy in the situation and who is the bad guy. You can't see the hand quotes. But basically, the bad guy in these perceptions are people who do things that are in a non-pro-social manner or people who do and say things in a very negative manner. And they very well may be negative individuals or displaying great levels of negativity or what you may consider aggressive or abrasive speech or even at their worst racism sexism um various levels of bigotry possibly even misandry or misogynism um misandry or misogyny sorry uh and yes those things are indeed bad but does that necessarily mean that that person is now forever typecast as a bad guy and i would venture to say no I think the thing that we have to look at is the simple fact that everybody is capable of being the bad guy. If there's anything that the advent of social media has taught us is that. Because now it's not like it was before where you almost have to wait until somebody passes on to really learn a lot about their dirty laundry. Now, because of the advent of social media, it's all on display. You can see people start, middle, finish, and everything else in between. Folk can dig up your old tweets, and you might be, like, I mean, on the level of a born-again Christian trying to give back to the community, trying to do all types of things to make your name known. Not necessarily saying you're doing it for that, but to, you know, inject a lot of positivity into your community and everyone that you try to impact. And they could dig something up on you from 2012 that is the exact opposite of that. And boom, you're the bad guy. Mm. You know, 
I guess uh, you brought up how uh, when, when you die, you brought up that portion. And it made me think about how, at least with social media in real life, how, you know, everybody, well, not everybody, a lot of people say they don't speak on the dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but then also, I noticed that typically when people do die, more often than not, folks try to remember the good or they try to mm-hmm. uh, bolster up the good that they did do versus whomever they may uh, have actually been and or appeared to be mm-hmm. while they were alive. I got a fair point of a uh, of life rule that I go by. I got many. But one of them is I charge everybody to the game. As you should. You know, and we do have biases. So, you know, at the end of the day, we're not perfect. I'll have some where it's like, ah, I could be applying more pressure, right? Right, right, But right. a general rule of thumb for me, which is most individuals and things that are going on, I try to charge everybody to the game the same way. That's why I might feel like a person like, say, Donald Trump. I might have a particular mm-hmm. feeling about how I felt about Donald Trump. Right. But I don't let that be my sole... I don't let that be my sole uh, judgment in a sense that I can look at multiple individuals mm-hmm. and I can see the error in their ways. Right. And I can see the decency in who they are as well. And I think sometimes, more often than not, like cancel culture does, mm-hmm. like what is considered cancel culture. You know, all it takes is a few things for us to throw something away. Oh, absolutely. And it, it really doesn't matter what it is. You know, it's kind of that concept of, you know, you can do nine things right out of ten. Mm-hmm. That one thing you don't do wrong will always be, or the one thing you do wrong, that'll be the thing that is put up know on the billboard that's the thing that's the yeah. most viral it's the, the one mistake. blemish it's the, the one blemish yeah the mistakes the lack of perfect right really calls into question you know how good a person is and i think that the the more in our view in our personal view that something appears to be more unbalanced in a negative sense mm-hmm. the more quick we are to draw an equivalent to bad or you know in in, in the cases of, of uh, fiction because we, we use bad guy as more of a term like associated with non-fiction things because we have right, more right. more actual titles and labels for those type of people right, right. we have criminals you know uh, thug right as much as uh, I, as a black man, feel about that word. Thug. Yeah. Hoodlum. Yeah. I don't know why I put so much emphasis on that, but. I mean, most of the reason I think there's so much emphasis on it is because these are trigger words. These are trigger words that are utilized whenever we, as black people and primarily black men are treated as the quote-unquote villains 
See, the other aspect to our conversation on villainy is that, as was said in the intro, the definition of what makes a villain or the modern day term a thug a hoodlum a gangster or whatever it is you want to call us at certain moments is dependent entirely on the public perception that is attached to whatever it is they're viewing you know if somebody has a character model i guess you could say in their mind of what a vagrant or a thuggish person looks like then in that case it doesn't matter if that's the most positive nicest most decent individual in the world if they have already characterized you as such based on your appearance based on your uh phenotypical characteristics based on how you dress the fact that you have a hoodie over your head that your pants might sag a little bit and that you might be taller than six feet you know or have a gruff or rough appearance then guess what you are basically the bad guy of whatever story they come up with and you better not do anything that's remotely negative or remotely bad otherwise you're basically stuck with that permanently until such time they decide that you are not that you no longer define that you know that at least for me is the issue I have with that word is the issue I have with that description and by extension is the issue that I have with our traditional uh, descriptions and definitions of villainy Um, because villainy is at its root just nothing more than a visualized or reimagined version or depiction of what we consider to be evil now you may have noticed that i have been kind of straying away from saying evil and the reason being is because i believe that the definition of villainy uh the definition of what people may consider to be thuggish behavior what people may consider to be uh you know vigilantism or what people may consider to be, um, maybe not even that, because that's a different definition all its own. Uh, what people may consider to be just negative behavior. Sure. Is way more diverse and nuanced than just simple evil. Because it's, ev- it's, it's, it's easy to look at somebody and say, that's an evil man, that's an evil woman, that's an evil person. But I feel like that definition is and should only be reserved for those who truly earn it um with that being said uh we're gonna go ahead and go into commercial and hear a word from our sponsors sponsors it's important that we understand these dynamics when having a conversation because sometimes we're faced with either a person that we know in life or a character in a tv show or movie Mm -hmm. who may appear and be positioned or viewed as a villain but when you really get to the nitty gritty of what it is he's actually striving for what's his point what's his purpose Mm -hmm. in all actuality at least from a morality standpoint it can be seen in a different light yeah and that's the whole 
that's the thing, right? Yeah. But yet, still be labeled villain. Yeah. And I think that the biggest thing to that, like a good example is, uh, I ain't gonna go too deep in it. Mr. Freeze, if you know, you know. Perfect example of somebody who was put in a precarious situation and basically did what he felt he had to do in order to take care of what he had to take care of. And if looked in a different light, he would have been seen as a devoted husband, not as a villain. Um, while we're on that, there have been a lot of situations that we've been able to see in the last few years, especially involving our people, where a lot of us are perceived as people of ill intent, individuals with ill intent, or somebody who could be exhibiting quote-unquote thuggish behavior, right? Does that necessarily make these people bad people? Does that mean that they are automatically evil and if so does that mean that they are ultimately deserving of harsh punishment at the least like imprisonment you know being accosted being uh disrespected by law enforcement and various other chains of authority or at the most being flat out executed no trial no jury just blatant murder killing in the name of as they say in the song you know what i mean is is that villainy perceived villainy the perception of being that bad person is it a death sentence should it be a death sentence or should it be a sentence of any kind without truly knowing what comes behind it you know it's hmm. a good question it's a good question i think at the very least it should be a it should be a point of contention mm-hmm when we go to making final judgments on people. It shouldn't be the end-all, be-all, but it should be that thing that we, okay, here's something. Right. Let's look for a pattern, right? This is basically our person of interest. This is our reason to investigate, to further figure out what it is we need to figure out when we're asking these questions. Right. You know, it's like the, oh, that's us. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, It's like that yeah. moment where you, yeah. where you decide that something's kind of suspect, you're like, hmm. It's our, our clue yeah, to, you know, help solve the mystery, so to speak. Because all the mystery is, right? Because <laughs> all the mystery is, in essence, is a, is a question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a loaded question. Yeah. And it, and, and it could be either or, or it could be something entirely different. We won't know until we take the time to assess what is put before us. Right. Instead of jumping to the conclusion at the first sight of something negative or something we deem negative mm -hmm. let's actually let this uh tr this journey let's see where this goes yeah 
And if we have a if we have a backstory or if we have a trail, right? Mm-hmm. Of which things exist, let's assess as a whole. Yeah. Instead of picking that thing we don't like and then letting that rule the whole outcome of something. Let's yeah. not pick and choose, so to speak. Right. Uh there is no such thing or should be no such thing as selective justice. Just explain that myself. Um, and by that I mean like you said, charge everybody to the game. Or as You gotta a, a, as folk like to say these days, keep that same energy. Yeah. Yeah. If you see if you see a despicable act being committed and it's by somebody who their demographic, their phenotype, their uh, outward characteristic doesn't scream bad person, that is not then a disqualifier for them being held to a standard. Yeah, stop capping for your friends, as yeah. they say. And it's not even really friends. Like, you know, stop assuming that every person that is a quote-unquote good person is virtually incapable of doing wrong because that's how we do end up with a lot of the victims of cancel culture. That's how we end up with the Bill Cosby's. That's how we end up with a lot of these other individuals that we thought were positive until we dug up some of their tweets, you know? And I'm not saying that we can't come at them and let them know what's up, charge them to the game, so to speak, but do not automatically deem this person irredeemable just because they did something that you perceive as not okay and you know you feel that they should experience punishment for that indefinitely especially when you wouldn't do that for somebody who is partaking of similar or same actions but who might have different defining characteristics yeah and that and that goes both ways, mm-hmm. because sometimes you we see people who we've already, you know, yeah. we've already decided that they may be damaged goods, they may be dead to rights. Right. But every once in a while, they may do something for the greater good of others. Right. And that's that that's okay. Yeah. It's entirely we, possible. We definitely still need to study it the same way. Right. Right. You know, right. Um. One concept I always used to hear is even a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm. So it's very possible for people who you would consider the dregs of society to do something pro-social because nobody's entirely evil. Nobody's entirely good. Right. There is positive and negative within all of us. Yeah, most of us definitely dance around in a gray area whether we want to admit it or not. Oh, absolutely. And, and the more that you come to admit it and the more that you come to be honest about that aspect of humanity and that aspect of the human personality the better you are for it because then you can learn to identify those positive and negative uh aspects and attributes and learn how to mitigate the ones that you don't need and better utilize the ones you do um with that being said we're gonna go ahead and uh come to a close uh this is gonna be the last episode of 
of 2020, isn't it? Whoo! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's crazy to say. It's look. It's been a rough ride, man. You know what? It has been. You know, it's it's uh, the year itself. Um, I'll say overall for myself, just speaking for me, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Though it did not start that way. Yeah. You you've made the most of it. I I've definitely made the most, especially since pandemic. I've been. I went, I went Ultra Instinct during the pandemic. <laughs> I wasn't going because I wasn't going Ultra Instinct before. Before I was like uh, super saying grade two, you know, yeah. big bulky, yeah. you know, super trunk, super Can't Vegeta. Can't move too much. Yeah, I'm strong, but I'm slow. I'm sluggish. There you go. Hey, okay, you okay, know? I feel that. Uh, one one thing for me, man. Uh, I'll be honest. Twenty twenty has been a bit of a roller coaster for me. It's uh, been filled with a lot of losses, but also a lot of gains, and most important, uh, most importantly, a whole lot of reflection. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. That has definitely been a cornerstone of this year. But uh, not to belabor the point, uh, the number one question we do get from people is where and how can we listen to the podcast? Well, guess what? We are on Anchor, Spotify, SoundCloud, Deezer, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and Google Podcasts, and even a couple others that we may not even know about because Anchor's just that good. So, Facts. all we ask you to do is to search the Black in a Minute podcast, like, rate, comment, and subscribe, whatever your preferred listening app allows. Give us feedback and suggestions for new episodes. And please do share this with your friends. Share if you care. Uh, we want to spread our influence. We want to spread this thing out where we get more listeners and we get more ideas and we get more you know people added to our collective family that we're trying to build here hmm. because we don't want it to just be us um eventually our goals for 2021 is to also have guests on where we can glean knowledge from them you know and it won't just be guys we, we going to include the ladies too because there are certain yes. topics that we need y'all for yes we, we need y'all voices so with that don't feel like any subject is too crazy or too far beneath us to speak on it ain't it's not not nine times out of ten it's not um just you know shoot us a message we're available we're open we have no problems with that but um as you all know if you've been following us i go by nero angelo for those of y'all who do not know me i go by the dark skin poet that's dark skin with a g on the end yes sir and this is the black in a minute podcast sponsored by twyman art please do feel free to check out their website so that way you can view a wide selection of primarily black inspired and culturally inspired art and art pieces thank you i hope that you all have a merry christmas a happy hanukkah a wonderful kwanzaa or whatever event or holiday that you celebrate and if you don't do none of those 
Just have a wonderful winter. Stay warm, stay warm. Have a happy new year. Absolutely. And we will be seeing you in 2021. Thank you and good night. Peace. Peace. Power.